Hello and welcome back to Creekcast. I am Marcus. And I'm Josh. And we are so glad you have joined us for this Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Um, and we we're hoping that you have a good day, but we have a few fun facts for you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I, I have found these. Now, I will say I did not come up with these. <laughs> okay. I'll just be honest. I, I mean, found... But most of our fun facts we don't come up with. That's true. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Actually, not just, just most. All of them. We don't ever come up with. Hey, I will say the first ones, you know, they were came from my mind. Oh, true. And they were correct. Like, I learned them at some point. But anyway, these I found from a uh, somebody posted on one of our children's pastors, kidsmen's pages. <laughs> and so. And then he goes, I'm about fenced out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know in Arizona it is illegal to hunt camels? Are there ca- There's no camels in Arizona. Still illegal to hunt camels in Arizona. Interesting. And six-year-olds laugh about 300 times a day. Huh. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you know Disney World Florida is the size of it from, like, property-wise, is 40 square miles uh, big, which is the exact same size as San Francisco? Wow. Yeah. Like wow. it, it could literally pick up Disney World and put it over San Francisco, San Francisco, and it would cover the whole whole city. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So here's one that I read through all these, and this was one that like I thought was really cool. Uh huh. Now that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Did you know that Ezra seven twenty one contains every little of every letter of the alphabet except for J? I did not know that. Yeah. But for somebody to figure that out. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah, that like I read that and now it depends on which translation you read also. True. You know, but yeah, I was, I looked it up and I was like, it's not the KJV you are sitting cool. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the post? I was like, you know, there are King James only churches using like Yoth tube or Yeth tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh thy tube. Thy tube. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I saw that. So hey, Anthony said that when this all clears up, he'd love to help anyone start a garden. Now, but I, I didn't say I wanted help. I just need somebody to do it. There's a difference there. <laughs> There's a big difference there. But who's to say that when this all clears up, it's like the middle of summer and too late to start a garden. It's true. You know, <laughs> I mean, we we started pulling weeds and stuff yesterday. Early, my wife did, and I mowed last week, and I have to mow again tomorrow. And I need to mow, so. but our backyard's nothing but a giant pool, so Ugh. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Our poor dog was getting lost in the in the grass. <laughs> yeah, I mowed last Thursday, so I'm again this either depending on weather either tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, so yeah. But shall we get into this? Shall we are in Friday? We're Friday, obviously, because it's Fun Fact Friday, week yep. thirty two, Matthew twenty four thirty two through fifty one. Still kind of talking about the tribulation and the second coming and all that stuff. All that fun stuff. Yeah, and so it gets into talking about example of how we should be as a fig tree. Um, or not how we should be, but the example of the fig tree. How when the fig tree starts to bloom, it's a sign that summer is coming. And how when all these signs that Jesus has been talking about comes to pass, it shows us that the end times is near. Um, that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we see here in verse 35, and this was probably a very controversial statement for him like, during this time. That heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. Yeah. You know, we probably all expected earth to pass away because it was corrupted with the fall of sin. But when we talk about heaven passing away, that's like, well, what do you mean? And then we get to Revelation and we see that there's a new heaven, a new earth. You know, and a lot of times when we talk about heaven, we're talking about the new heaven, not the heaven that will pass away. Yeah. 
go back to our talks on Revelation to uh, hear all that. Yeah. <laughs> another topic for another day. Another topic <laughs> for another day. But we see here that the sign of the end age is coming. Yeah. And we see examples now that, hey, we are in getting closer to the end of the age. Now, are we in the worst of it? I still don't think so. But we see that it is coming. There's that evidence. Yeah. And I, and I think, I mean, after Jesus um, pretty much gave a sobering prophecy about how bad it's going to be um, uh, to, to in the final days or up to the final days, um, Jesus gives his, his followers um, some thoughts about when it might happen um, and will it all take place and how we can prepare. But Jesus makes it very clear that nobody knows the final days will come yep. um, or when they will come, but when they come, they will come very quickly. Um, and, uh, and he says that his followers must be vigilant uh, because um, he will return at an hour that, uh, that they do not expect, oh, yeah. which is why last uh, last time I said, if anybody ever says it's we're in the final days, then we're expecting it, and so we're not. Yeah. He's not going to come. Um, but That's Jesus, why we then, should just hire one person, and just be like, it's now, it's now, <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but then you know, Jesus then draws a picture of a faithful servant and a wicked servant. Yes. Um, but uh, and I think a lot of times, and I'm going to read those verses, um, forty five to fifty one. Um, which says, uh, who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their, their food at the proper time. Blessed is the servant whom his master will find. So doing when he comes truly, I say to you, he will set over, uh, set him over all his possessions. But if the wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks and drunkards, with drunkards, the master of that servant will come one on a day when he does not expect him at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites in the, that place. Uh, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. And uh, I mean, just reading that just makes me like wonder, not wonder, but thankful that I know I'm a faithful servant. Yes. Um, but it also scares me for those that I know that aren't faithful ser servants. And it's like, do you not, like, why don't you yeah. make this decision? When you think about it, that when he's teaching this, it's right off the heels of him, you know, letting the Pharisees and Sadducees know, hey, this is, this is bad. You know, this is not not good, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but we also see here, so in this, these, this section of verses, we see that it says that even the son of man does not know when the second coming is coming. Yeah. Do you think Jesus knows now when the second coming is going to happen? I mean, Jesus knows all things. Right. But during this time, he didn't. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I... Uh, and I re like, yeah, realize it's not like a... Yeah. But it's something like, I think he does now. Because, you know, he's in heaven. He probably, like, kind of like us, like, he tries to maybe think about when it's going to happen. Yeah. So he probably knows a time period. Maybe not, like, the exact time. Yeah. But... I don't know. I mean, according to that, I would say no. But now that he's not, I mean, he's in heaven. In heaven, yeah. so he's more of conversing God yeah, now. Yeah. Um, like maybe, yeah. Because I don't know. Just one of those thoughts that right, you're like. Th then you got to throw in the Trinity because technically God is Jesus. And Jesus right. is God, so you would think He knows. <laughs> yeah. But we do see through all of this that it's still the Father is the one who will be like, "All right, go." Yeah. You know. 
Um, and that's what Eliza will rely on is when God says, Hey, it's time, it's time. It's time. You know, it's not, God's like, well, what do you think about, you know, the 5th of August and 3065, you know, it's 3065. That's a long time. It's a long time. I just decided to throw out a date so we so can be we sure. So we know 3065 <laughs> is not going to be it. <laughs> the August 5th of 3065 <laughs> will not be it. <laughs> but, you know, it's just that thing of, we don't know, but we have to be ready. Yeah. We have to be ready. Yeah. Be that those faithful servants. Yep. Doing, I like uh, doing the work. Kind of going with that. The um, end of the commentary in the word like quiet time says, there's one other emphasis in this passage. The believer is not to waste time trying to figure out when the Lord will return. These things will happen unexpectedly. That means that every generation of believers should live with an awareness that the coming of the Lord could happen at any time. Every minute of every day is potentially the beginning of the events Jesus has been speaking of in this chapter. And I like that because um, Word of Life uh, has a, a saying that uh, it is every generation's responsibility to reach their generation for, for Christ. Um, and uh, that was the, uh, the that was the founder of Word of Life's like main quote, and they have T-shirts with it. I have a T-shirt from it. Um, but it like it's true. Like our generation, yes, we can reach other generations, of mm-hmm. course. But it's every generation's responsibility to reach others, so they don't have to deal with the oh, tribulation. Yeah. Um, again, that's again if you believe in the pre-trib, which we do. Um, and uh, oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but I, I love how it says here that. Um, the, a believer is not to waste time trying to figure out when the Lord will return. Um, like when you try to figure it out and try to predict and all that stuff, you're wasting time that you could be out sharing the gospel, showing oh, God's love and being an example of Jesus Christ in this world. That's dark. Yeah. It's not, it's not for us to figure out. All right, let me study through scripture and look all of this and figure out exactly. No, that doesn't matter. Cause uh-huh. if we know he's coming back on this day, then we we should be like, all right, well, let me get people ready. Yeah. Well, let's just act that way now. Yeah. Let's just act get like ready. tomorrow yeah. he's coming in and yeah. live for that today. Yep. Absolutely. So prayer request. Prayer request. All right. The prayer request for today is for Afghanistan. Pray for the many Afghanis. Yeah. Afghans. Afghans. Yeah. yeah. Who are uncomfortable with terrorist act- actions in Islam's names, but are interested in discovering more about Jesus Christ. And then a word from our sponsor. Something Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Something Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Something Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SomethingCool.com and make sure to choose Something Cool on your next order. And our life step for today. Um, today could be the day. Therefore, we ought to live each day with a sense of anticipation, urgency, and wonder. Like we were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I have been Marcus. I've been Josh. Booyah. Booyah.